Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Well, you're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian Tian. Well, Hong Kong's long-standing reign as the world's third most important city for global finance and Asia's top financial hub is over. Well, for now. Now, the city has handed its financial centre crown to Singapore, which finally overtakes it to become Asia's top financial hub and also the third worldwide. Now, Singapore moved up three places to third place in the latest Global Financial Centres Index of the world's leading international financial centres behind New York and London, while Hong Kong slipped to fourth place. Now, following this announcement, let's take a deep dive into Singaporeans' and Hong Kongers' perceptions about the changing dynamics in the region. While David Black, founder and CEO of Black Box Research, he joins us on the line today to share more insights. Well, hi, David. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on the show as well. So, David, maybe let's start with this question. Hong Kong and Singapore have long engaged in healthy competition as the dominant, uh, dominant mid-shore financial centres serving the global gateway to Asia. But why is Singapore nudging ahead of Hong Kong as Asia's preferred financial hub? I think, uh, look, when you do these sorts of things, perception is everything. So when we've talked to uh, Singaporeans and Hong Kongers in the last month uh, in reaction to, as you say, this uh, this story that uh, mm. Singapore's now third behind New York and London, I think what Singaporeans are telling us is that they've come out of the pandemic feeling very confident, very buoyant, and pretty much saying that, you know, they're in good shape, sort of looking towards the future. I think in contrast, though, what we're seeing from Hong Kong residents is that before the pandemic, they were already facing headwinds. And I think some of the uh, zero COVID policies and the other things that have happened over the last couple of years have left them in a much more sort of precarious sort of position. Mm. So I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing sort of these things uh, uh, coming through in the study. At the same time, though, I would say that don't count Hong Kongers uh, uh, out yet. Uh, One of the things that's emerged from the survey is that they're feeling a bit battered and bruised at the moment. Uh, uh, Hong Kongers are still feeling the sense that uh, uh, they're there for the future and they're up for a fight. Hmm. And in the long term, could this signal a long-term shift in the balance of power between Asia's dominant business hubs? I get that it seems like it may not be the case, right? I think you have to separate those things a little bit. I mean, when you talk about hubs, I think you've also got to look at it from a, a business perspective. So I think if you're looking purely in sort of a, from a financial point of view, I think Singapore is certainly poised to emerge much more strongly and certainly it's going to give, uh, uh, going to give Hong Kong mm. a lot more confidence moving forward. I think, though, if you're looking at it as a business hub, I think Singapore still has those natural disadvantages. No hinterland. Uh, we don't have a billion people sitting on our doorstep. Uh, some of those sorts of things. So while global companies uh, from everywhere uh, need to have a regional uh, centre, and Singapore obviously offers a lot of benefits and a lot of incentives on that front, I think Singapore itself has its challenges. So certainly I think at this point in time, Singapore remains uh, well poised in terms of uh, uh, trying to take the mantle as a financial hub and, and hand, hanging on to that. As a business hub, though, I think it's still a very, very competitive situation. Mm. And uh, David, according to the latest study by Black Box Research and ADNA, um, the news has left many Singaporeans and Hong Kongers to consider the changing dynamics in the region in different ways. So help us understand how are Singaporeans reacting to this? Well, very much uh, what we're seeing is uh, Singaporeans at the moment are very much focused on what I call the consequences of success. So we've got a a more expensive city, there's a growing population, 
very uh, much a changing uh, attitudes towards uh, work-life balance, a whole lot of things happening. So everything in Singapore mm. is being looked at through that lens of success. In contrast, what you're seeing in Hong Kong is kind of, uh, they're looking at things through the lens of, I wouldn't say failure, but certainly uh, lost opportunity, uh, uh, downside problems in recent years, both sort of socially, politically, as well as economically. And so I think you've got to start off by looking at sort of the, the lenses they're looking for. Uh, looking. So I think Singaporeans at the moment, they're really up for this and they're very pleased with how we've sort of come out of this. Uh, but at the same time, I think Singaporeans themselves are changing. Their expectations are changing. Right. And I think they're more hopeful and optimistic that that success will continue into the future. Yeah. But as you well know, success Brings, success also brings uh, change. And so one of the things that Singapore is now having to deal with is what the consequences of this kind of uh, new position brings. And I think that will mean a lot of different expectations, a lot more money coming into Singapore. Mm. Uh, and that's going to create its own pressures in the years to come, which are quite different than maybe some of the pressures Singapore has faced past. Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with David Black, founder and CEO of Black Box Research. Well, David, while the current momentum in the region is still very much running in Singapore's way, is, is there an underlying resilience still evident in Hong Kong for now? Yeah, so one of, the, one of the things about the study, so we spoke to about 4,000 people, 2,000 here in Singapore and 2,000 in Hong Kong. And I wouldn't say it was a surprise to me, but I was kind of interested to see how resilient, I guess, uh, Hong Kongers do still feel. I mean, it's natural to say there's a lot of pride in Hong Kong. Hong Kong has a long and proud history uh, as an economic centre, as a business centre, um, as a well-known sort of global hub. And you can sense that through the data that Hong Kongers still believe that in the future that they have the capacity and the ability to, uh, to bounce back. Even when we looked at the data, you know, Hong Kongers will still say that their culture is a very, very strong one. Hong Kong is still a great place to work in. Mm. And they also say Hong Kong uh, still has superiority over Singapore as a place to make real money. So you can see that sort of resilience and uh, a part of what I would call that sort of uh, historical Cantonese culture, that sort of... Uh, idea that there's always an opportunity sort of around the corner. So uh, like I said at the start, don't write off Hong Kong yet. There is a, a high degree of resilience still present there. Right, David. And I really want to pose this question before we let you go. Uh, the study also identified tech innovation as a key factor fueling Singapore's further rise as the Asian hub. So where do you see all of this going as we approach 2023 and beyond? One of the interesting things in the study is when we spoke to people uh, about whether they saw their city as, a, uh, as having great potential as a future economic hub, what was interesting in Hong Kong, 50% of Hong Kongers think that Singapore is well-placed to become a tech hub, whereas only 20% think their own city is. So I think the first telling factor is that Hong Kongers themselves don't necessarily see, uh, you know, their future is necessarily tied to... Uh, the technology boom that we see coming down the track. Saying all of that, I think um, you need to be careful when you talk about tech hubs. Tech these days is incre incredibly sophisticated mm. uh, and very, very wide-ranging. Right. And so if you look at Singapore uh, as a tech hub, I think you need to separate the idea of Singapore being a regional headquarters from an, a place of innovation. I see Singapore as having great potential in areas such as uh, e-commerce because of... Uh, 
all the activity now mm. taking place in Southeast Asia. I see blockchain as a big thing. But in some of these other areas like AI, robotics and things like that, you know, there's big challenges ahead. So I think a lot of cities in Asia are going to be sort of battling for that mantle. But certainly, you know, Singaporeans feeling confident. Mm. Hong Kong is not so much on the tech front. Right, I see. Thanks very much, David. That was David Black, founder and CEO of Black Box Research. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.